what I have learned over the years is that these spaces are not always for us. And I'm mm. going to keep on always going back to UK Black Pride. UK Black Pride is a space for us. And mm. if it doesn't feel like it's for us, then tell me how we change it. Mm. Tell me what we do differently. Entering into, whether it's Diva Awards, LGBT Awards, I don't know, whatever other awards, that doesn't always consistently centre black and brown voices, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're going to be treated differently. Yeah. Entering into workplaces that don't have good policies around, you know, racism and tolerance and acceptance, whatever that is supposed to mean, it will always feel foreign, alien and isolating. Mm. Yeah. Going into universities that don't actually want to teach you about the histories of mm. us, but want to surface skim over things that don't speak to your experiences, it will feel odd. Yeah. So we create what mm -hmm. we don't see. Mm -hmm. Go yeah. back to when I said, Dr. Inks, you cannot be what you can't yeah. see. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Welcome to episode 89 of the Tutus podcast. I am Nana. And I am Rose. And together we are Tutus. As you can see, guys, we have a special, 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 special guest yeah. in the building. <laughs> Do you know what? We've been waiting for this for so long. I think it's been like a year, almost no, a year. The first time we emailed was like almost a year ago. It's October or November yeah. last year. Mm -hmm. So we're happy. Oh we are buzzing. We are so happy. <laughs> you don't understand. I am excited. Mm -hmm. This is Ghanaian beauty oh, listen, in the house, listen, right? Listen. I am just loving being here. Yeah. And now that the AC's on as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually perfect. I'm so yeah. happy. I'm just so happy. I'm oh, so but happy. But thank you for inviting me. Yeah. We haven't even introduced oh. you properly. We're just, exactly. We're just <laughs> <laughs> We haven't even introduced you properly, but look, guys, like, you can see, you can hear by the voice, because I think a lot of people have heard your voice, if they haven't seen you. This is Lady Phil, like, you guys don't understand how big this is, this is a big moment for us. The person who co-founded UK Black Pride, like, this is insane. Do you know what's funny, we don't normally say people's names, we let them say themselves, yeah, but now I'm doing no, it. No, no, I'm doing no, 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 I feel like it's such a huge honour to have you here. You know, because I feel like we probably wouldn't be who we are mm -hmm. if it wasn't wow. for you, if yeah, it wasn't for your presence, yeah. if it wasn't for your visibility. The fact that you started UK Black Pride is just... Phenomenal. And the Ghanaian, being Ghanaian exactly. as well. and that validates us more than anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I think you've got to take it as, you know, you are who you are because mm -hmm. of who you are. Mm. Yeah. Not just because of me, but because of the many different shoulders of giants yes. that we stand yeah. on. You know, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for our ancestors, what oh, they've sure. taught us, our yeah. family. But I'm in the presence of greatness, so I'm picking it up for you. Too. Yeah, try no. <laughs> this is the first time I've really sat down with you both, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell your girls that cuteness <laughs> in the house. If I was 20 years younger, just thank saying. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Blush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blush away. Blush away. Thank you. Thank so you. So we we're gonna play a game because we always start with a game, don't mm -hmm. we? Um, but we're gonna mix it up today. We're gonna play Snow Mary and Avoid, which we haven't played in a while. Yeah. We're gonna play like, one round just for Lady Phil because yeah. I mean, I'm intrigued to know what her answer. What the type? You wanna know? I wanna know what the type is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It depends who's in that Snog Mary or Avoid. Do you know what? 
right. Okay, I'm gonna I've say, got two. I've got one. Okay, so cool. go for it. I've, I've got Lena Wave. Okay, I've got Jessica <laughs> Betts. Okay, okay. And I've got Queen Latifah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's hard. I can't mm. avoid any of them. That's hard. Oh, I hear it. That's I a understand. hard one. I understand. Um, <laughs> okay, so I everyone knows I love Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. You know, and when she was on BT, I was like, yes, mm-hmm. and she spoke about her partner. So I would marry Queen Latifah, snuggling away. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. yeah. And I'd avoid Jessica not because she's not hot. Mm-hmm. But she's like all wifed up and happy. Yeah, and okay, okay, yeah. 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 That's a good one. That's a good one. Who would you pick? I'm marrying Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Snuggling mm-hmm. away. When just as well, because I just I can't get in the middle of her and Nisi. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like... <laughs> well, personally, I'm marrying Jessica. <laughs> I, listen, Jessica was my queen when I was in year nine. Mm. That was my queen. So um yeah, and then I'm going to avoid Lena, mm-hmm. and I'm going to snog Queen. Okay. That's good. That's what I want. I've met yeah. Jessica, and you know, in real life, mm-hmm. she's really nice. Mm. She is so humble, yeah. so, so oh. cool. She and like Lena and I talk, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for her to propose so I can say no, <laughs> and now I can snog you. That's yeah. it. <laughs> what are they like in person? Like, Lena, what's she like in person? Well, I've not met Lena in person, mm-hmm. but we speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really cool. No. You know, sometimes it's we can't believe all that we read. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. she's, yeah, she's humble. She's yeah, cool. Yeah, that's cool. And she's conscious as well. Mm. Oh, yeah, okay. she knows where she's coming from. Yeah. Um, she may be a bit of a flirt. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. letting out any dirty secrets <laughs> here or anything. But she's, yeah, she's, she's good yeah. people. To be honest, looking at her, she seems like a flirt. I mean, she's got, she's mm. quite saucy, isn't she? Yeah. So, mm, so Jessica's quite yeah. saucy. I don't think Jessica's yeah. a flirt, but Jessica's Look saucy at me. Mm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And she's, a, and she's a Scorpio, so. Oh, Lena's oh, a Scorpio. Oh, a Scorpio, too. Yes. Oh. oh, you're a Scorpio. Yeah. I'm involved, though. I'm involved, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do, you, do you like Scorpios? I'm a Scorpio. Oh, Are you a Scorpio too? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. I love that. Yeah. I love that. We just, keep it real. we just keep it real. Yeah. A bit fiery sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. not everyone likes us and that's fine. You know, yeah, we don't yeah. all eat my mind, yeah. do we? Do you know what? You know, Rosie always says that I'm really blunt. Mm-hmm. But well, do you know, there's, there's, a, there's a couple of factors why I'm blunt. First mm-hmm. of all, Ghanaian, Ghanaian English is my first language, so I don't blow vocabulary. <laughs> That's one. And it's two, I think it's just my nature, like my Scorpio nature. I just, just get yeah, to the point, innit? Yeah, I understand. Just get to the point, yeah. yeah. I think when I first met you, mm-hmm. you could appear to be standoffish. Mm-hmm. And I don't see it as standoffish. Mm-hmm. I just see it as you're being observant. Yeah. When I first met you, I thought, okay... You smile, but behind that, you're probably yeah. watching deeply and intently oh, yeah. at people. That is me. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, us as Guardians, mm-hmm. we do smile a lot. You know, mm-hmm. we do the Guardians yeah. smile, we nod. Like, Even if what you're saying is absolutely <laughs> yes, mm. rubbish, we're like, mm, okay, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. We do, yeah. we do. That's absolutely true. That's so interesting. And I love reading people. Do you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. From what they write to mm. what they say, mm. how they act, their mm-hmm. body language mm-hmm. towards me. I mean, I don't always get it right but yeah. it's interesting how quickly people flip and change yeah. and change and flip so yeah. Yeah. especially from their surroundings and who oh comes gosh. in the room who mm. leaves the room Abs- that part absolutely yeah, that part yeah. Really absolutely yeah. that's why i'm a bit cautious of people a lot of the time you know i just sit back and observe and just like because for me it's like i don't really allow new people into my life the people that i have into my life i'm just so comfortable with and mm-hmm. i trust and it's so hard mm-hmm. to trust people like i feel like you do have to have like 
you have to have good judgment when it comes yeah, to Yeah, for sure. That's for a scorpion sure. issue, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I have a very, very few friends. Mm. And I'm like, mm, okay, why does that person want to be my friend? What do mm. they want to get out of me? What Are they just using me? Mm. You know, yeah, yeah, I know yeah, it's yeah. bad. Do you know, we need to get into that. When we get into the podcast, we're going to get into that. Yeah. We're going to mm. get into should that. We, Trust. Should, should do you want to sort of get into it straight away? No, I want oh, to get to know gay. you a bit more. No, no, no. I want to know, like, speaking of, you know, yeah, the beginning, Ghana, yeah. you know, like, what do you prefer, fufu or banku? Oh, fufu. Mm, what's your favourite mm. soup? Peanut soup. Do you know, I haven't had fufu in about eight years. That's crazy. I haven't had fufu for so long. It could be longer. Really? Yeah, and banku, babe. I like, I prepare banku, okay. that's why. Oh, because you like the okra. Yeah, yeah, I like the okay. slime. The slime. <laughs> yeah. I love okra, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it loves me as much. Oh, okay, yeah. I understand, I understand, yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. What's your favourite soup? Peanut soup, definitely my favourite. Or light soup with chicken. Ooh. Oh, my, yeah. what's my favourite? Um, peanut soup is in Katin Kwai, isn't it? Did you know, I went to school in Ghana briefly, and when I came back, I didn't speak any English. Same. When I was four, yeah, when I, was yeah. four I went to Ghana, and I, I came back, and I couldn't speak English. Yeah. And now it's gone. So my siblings, all my older siblings were born in Ghana, apart mm. from myself and my little brother. Mm. So they say that we're um, very westernised. Mm-hmm. They laugh at us when we speak the language. Oh, we yeah. bastardise <laughs> it, as, yeah. as they say. Yeah. It's the same. I, even though I didn't speak English when I came back, now when I, when I speak, I, it's, it's, not it's, not, it's not really mm-hmm. hitting the way it yeah, used to hit. I, I'm almost embarrassed to speak. <laughs> yeah. and let, we are not going there. We're not. I'm not going to embarrass myself and then, I, and then we're all there trying to fight for LGBT this rights in Ghana saying. it's like mm-hmm. do you know when we went outside um, we went to the protest last week mm. and when we stood outside I was so happy that somebody else did that she was like she's born in Ghana yeah. I'm thinking her name was Linda oh yes <laughs> yeah. yes mm-hmm. and she did, she spoke in tree outside and it was just so powerful. It was right. It was really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that somebody was there to yeah, do that because yeah. they were actually in the embassy and we saw like the curtains twitching and stuff. And I think that hearing the dialect, they yeah. might be like, oh, do you know what? They can take it a bit serious, like you know? So yeah. removed, Linda's awesome as well. Yeah, mm. they think it's so far removed. So when you hear someone speaking in that mm-hmm. dialect and that is actually LGBT, then it just makes it, you know, real mm. for them, I guess. The power of language, mm. it's yeah. deep. Yeah. And, you know... I, I guess sometimes I blame my parents because we came, they came to this country and they wanted a better life for their children. Mm. So they send you to these schools and they want you to speak the, whatever the Queen's English is. And they don't necessarily speak the full language to you at home Mm. because they think it's going to, and I guess I'm from a different generation because they Mm. think it's going to impact your life choices or what you can navigate through. Yeah. I really, really wish that you would have been yeah. hardcore with me. But they took my daughter back home, so she oh, speaks yeah. better yeah. than I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that makes mm. a, that makes a difference. Yeah, so I always have to think, oh my god, we've, I've lost the language. When I have kids now, like I have, I can't give that to them. I can't give that down to them because I don't have it. You mm. can. So there's fancy schools. Oh, Wait, yeah. there's fancy schools. Yeah, there's oh. schools here yeah, are, that yeah. are teaching fancy. And I guess, you know, the dialect's the same as yeah. tree, but yeah. Because oh. I was on Clubhouse, they have Clubhouse rooms as well. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about Clubhouse. <laughs> I can't get into that. I'm just about so understanding what TikTok is and yeah. downloading everyone's videos. No. Same, same, no. Same. So have we given up? We've given up on the game because we're just having a chat now. Yeah, oh, no, we're having a chat. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll just do one more this or that. Mm-hmm. It's still going to be Ghanaian. Let's say 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing for. I don't, I don't know, what know the why I'm laughing. <laughs> Let's say uh, we have to keep it. Make it, I'm gonna make it easy. Mm-hmm. Um, Accra or Kumasi? Oh, okay. Ooh, no, Accra or Cape Coast? Oh, because <laughs> you mentioned fancy. That's why. Yeah, because my mum is. Yeah. Um, mum, Cape Coast. Dad, Kumasi. You didn't mm. pick. You didn't. You didn't. <laughs> I know. You didn't I know. Pick. I know. 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 I I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I I know. 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 She's been on. She's been on the phone to her cousins there. I just looked and I said, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, oh, let's just give it up for your daughter and her football. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. she's trying. Yeah. yeah, isn't it funny how we watch people on social media? Yeah, you know, we don't speak to each other, no. but we know what everyone's <laughs> yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah, we feel a bit close to each other. It's true. Well, mm-hmm. it's yeah. yeah, it's actually true. And cheering each other on. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna get into we're gonna get into, we're gonna get into yeah, this. Let's get into it. I, I just wanna know like what was it like? Because I know you're from Islington. Mm-hmm. Yes. What was that like growing up in Islington, being mm. a black? Can I say that you were queer at the time? I wasn't. Was it? No, was no, it? Let's get. No. See, nobody. No. I don't know. Nobody, nobody, nobody know that. Yeah. I'm trying to get to know. So this is the tea right now. <laughs> so I was born in Islington. Mm-hmm. I grew up on Manor House Estates. Mm. You see, um, Manor House. Yeah. Yeah. We just went through there on the way here. Okay. Yeah, Manor mm. House Estate, and th- which they're knocking down right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And then we moved to Edmonton. Mm. Then from Edmonton, uh, and there's like lots of changing of schools. From Edmonton, we moved to Enfield. Enfield, we moved out to Hertfordshire. And then that's where I went to my secondary school, which was just predominantly white. White I was the only black girl there. The only black person there for three years. Oh, yeah. Three years. Mm -hmm. So what was that like, being the only black person for... Three years is a long time. And in that time, time. as teenagers, you even go through different stages. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how was that? It was, it was horrible mm. because, you know, when your parents speak a different language, when you're like the black family in the area, when your beautiful surname is decimated by mm. teachers, when kids call you Shaka Zulu Phil and wow. tell you to go back and live in your mud huts and mm. tell you that God didn't finish painting you because your palms are white or... All sorts of things. It was horrible. So mm. I guess I threw myself into books, mm-hmm. but then I also challenged teachers and constantly getting thrown out of lessons. Mm. So Mr. Bunyan, if you're still alive today, <laughs> where you threw... That's, that was his name, Mr. Yeah. Bunyan. You <laughs> threw me out of the class because I was asking questions about colonization, history, why are you teaching me about Christopher Columbus, yeah. why are you not telling me about what happened from um, enslavement to slave trade and mm. how things impact... They threw me out of the class because wow. I was disrupted. Do you think those are very valid questions? Mm. Those I, are very I valid questions. I don't know if a lot of people was... Uh, well, uh, even during my time, I wasn't asking those questions. Like, but I was a loner, so at school, I didn't really have friends. Mm. So it's mm. you take to either reading or mm. doing something bad. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So and when you've got harsh Ghanaian parents, you don't take to do something bad. Because <laughs> oh, no. they, they threaten you and say they're going to shave your head off and send you yeah. back home. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to finish you. Yeah. We've, all, we've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've all been there. So during that time, was it 
you felt really alone, I like I assume. Like, did you speak to anyone, like your parents or anything, to let them know what was going on in school and bullying? No, not really, because mm. my parents, it was all about education. Mm. So you don't mm. get into trouble, you go to church, you make sure that you're respectful to aunties and uncles, and you don't complain because you've got school. Mm, because yeah. back home, they'll always say to you, people can't always afford to go to school. Yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. And if I was mm-hmm. to be sent back home, they'll put me back two years because I'm not as smart as the children. Yeah. Yeah. In Ghana, yeah. So I guess for me, I, I kept it. Yeah, yeah, I kept it. And there's something, if you want to know something about me, I didn't start speaking until I was four. Yeah, really? I was because we lived with um, when we were in Manor House Estate. We lived with our auntie who was from the Ivory Coast. She spoke French. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a boyfriend, husband. This is very, very interesting. I still <laughs> need to question it. Who was German that would come round? German. We had a lot of Jewish people around mm-hmm. us. Um, and then my dad speaks tree. My mum speaks fancy. She speaks gar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was English. So how a child's mind works works is about what language do you pick mm. up mm-hmm. so apparently I went mute because there were too many languages spoken in the household yeah. and I couldn't see or hear what the dominating one was mm. it's like how does a baby who lives in China understand Chinese because yeah. it's the dominating yeah. language so, so yeah they took me to um all these special schools and mm. with all these cards. And I remember <laughs> looking and I knew that it was a butterfly. Yeah. But I was just thinking, why are you asking me these questions? <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, afterwards I just started talking. Mm. So, and then I haven't stopped ever yeah, since. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's hilarious. I remember when you did a panel at my workplace, they always kept talking about how an amazing speaker you, you are, are afterwards. Though. Like, I was saying that before <laughs> yeah. you got here, I was just like, I love the way you speak. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's something just so like, captivating and mesmerising about just the way you speak and then you're just everybody just gets so involved in mm-hmm. what you're saying like mm, that's good I accept that from black people it's when white people tell me mm. that oh my gosh you're such a good speaker I finished school yeah yeah, yeah thank you yeah. I speak mm. another language badly I may add which language is it? tree Okay, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the yeah, boss, yeah. yeah. And, I, and, I, and I pretend that I can speak French <laughs> yeah. and I can't um, so yeah and I find it when they say, oh, you speak so well, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, you're so articulate, and mm-hmm. oh, your diction, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, is it that black people are not supposed to mm-hmm. pronounce their yeah. words? Yeah. Do you know what, that's what it is, you yeah. know, it that is, is what it is, it is, because yeah. yeah. like, if you, if your shell was white, and you're saying exactly the same thing the yeah, same no way, one would say, oh, no yeah, one's going to say that. You know. Yeah. I've never heard anyone say that about a white person after this speech. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Have mm-hmm. we ever told a white person, oh my gosh, you speak mm-hmm. so well? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's there's so many undercurrent insults in yeah. that. But coming from my family, mm-hmm. I can get that. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you don't know how I had to edit myself mm-hmm. and yeah. stop myself from calling that man in the front row a punk. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't even know if it's necessarily even like, yes, you're articulate, but like it's just the way you speak and how... It's, it's the passion. It's the passion, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? And I think that just, like, takes people in. Mm-hmm. That's really important. Because even speak, talking about that, like, the way we speak, I've had to just accept that I don't build vocabulary, as I said. Like, I'm not this person yeah. with this huge vocabulary, you know, like, I. this is how I speak. And it's just, it's not about 
how you say it's about what you're saying. Absolutely. That's important. So, and also, absolutely. like, to, even to add to that as well, I feel like if we were speaking about your blackness and your queerness, mm-hmm. um, for a long time, I hid speaking about it. Like, if I was with my friends, mm-hmm. like, my straight friends, they would be speaking about their relationship. Obviously, they knew that I was queer, but... I would never speak about it around mm-hmm. them. And it was and it was mm-hmm. like that with my family members mm-hmm. as well. Even at home with my mum, if I, in the beginning, when we first started this podcast, I wouldn't really talk about it much with her and the things that we achieved. Mm-hmm. But I think when I see others speak about, speak about it in different spaces mm-hmm. and be so proud and speak about it with just open, with an openness, yeah. like, let me do that too. Why not? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So And it's about it. the power then of, of representation, mm-hmm. what you see. You know, what does Dr. Ronk say? You can't be what you can't see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's it's true. If I didn't see people like... Monica Beadle or Femi Otterju mm. or, you know, Tanya Compass or yourself or doing mm. things, you don't know if that space feels safe enough for you to speak mm. up and speak openly. Mm. But I guess I've been out for over 20 odd years mm. and there's still things that I do not speak about with my family. Yeah. You know, and I... Maybe this is because of how we've grown. We're Ghanaians. We're, yeah. you know, we don't... We don't talk about certain things. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember all my friends talking about, oh, I've got the birds and bees talk. I would not... I would no. die if my mum <laughs> wanted to tell me about yeah. where the willy goes and what this happens with the vagina. and Because that wasn't... That yeah. just wasn't our norm. Mm. But I guess we grow up and we start to think, what do we need to change for our children, our nieces, our nephews? Because... We didn't get that growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess different spaces, different mm-hmm. places. And the passion, the drive, the commitment comes from seeing so many injustices. Mm-hmm. And I guess your childhood mm-hmm. shapes who you're going to be in your adulthood. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's true. That is true. So going back 20 years ago, oh, yes. the beginning of your queerness, how how would you say things have changed for black queer people from that from then, from when you were looking for spaces mm-hmm. and looking for people and that just a queer tribe, how has that changed from then to now? Oh, my gosh. So Hertfordshire was my sort of stomping ground. So my, I would say my coming out journey was around white people not necessarily black people. Mm. So when I came into London, I'm like, who's there? You know, I've mm. been reading these books, Valerie Mason, yeah. John, who are these people? <laughs> and, um, you know, you hear about Ted Brown, um, you hear about Mark Thompson, you hear about Monica, you hear about Veronica, and I, Veronica McKenzie. And I had to search for these people. Not that yeah. they were underground, mm. but you have to know what was before you mm-hmm. before you can go forward and start trying to create stuff mm-hmm. so i found out about the black lesbian and gay center mm-hmm. found out about various conversations tofu ajamu x and what they mm-hmm. were doing with underground parties yeah. mm-hmm. and also the collection of our archives and footage and photos mm-hmm. and i was like oh my gosh i'm not alone because Whenever you come out, everyone feels like, oh my gosh, I'm the only gay or the lesbian or bi or trans (laughs) in the village. But you're not because there are those people that you stand on their shoulders. And Mm. I make it really clear that anything that I have done is not just an achievement or an accolade for myself. It's because of people that have paved the way. Just as you started the conversation around, Mm. you know, thank you, you know, we wouldn't be who we are if it wasn't for you. 
well, I'm thanking people as well. Yeah. So I yeah. give people their flowers. Yeah. I take no credit and make out like it's just me alone mm-hmm. because it's not. Yeah, you know, movements yeah. are not built by yeah. individuals. Yeah. They're built by a collective. So all of those people that came before, I'm like, okay, I mm. see them. But I don't see them in mainstream mm. LGBT mm. media, magazines, in spaces that are primarily occupied by white people. Yeah, and we deserve to be there. Yeah. yeah. So I think in that coming out, I mean, and I fast forward because I haven't even spoke to you about the coming out yeah. journey, which was, I think, tumultuous. Um, mm. In that coming out, I wanted to see more of who we are. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to see dark-skinned black women. Mm-hmm. Be- you know, this is not any slight on my light-skinned sisters, but dark-skinned black women. Black women have had it the hardest. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I don't care what anybody says. We have been experimented on. We have been disregarded. We have been put to the back. We have been told that our beings are not beautiful and are not worthy Mm -hmm. and we're not palatable enough Mm -hmm. in spaces. And that's why I speak so much because I want someone to tell me that I need to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody saying that. No one's gonna say that. Ain't nobody gonna tell you to that, stop. Oh, they have. Though. Oh, they have. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, I have been working for twenty mm. years. I haven't just arrived in a CEO mm. or an executive yeah. director mm. position. Mm. I started off as like, um, uh, what do we call them? An admin assistant mm. um, in a typing pool, making mm. teas and coffees, and you had yeah. to be fitted for promotion. Not just apply for it. You had to be fitted Mm. before you apply. Mm. And I was always told that I'm too aggressive, um, too brash, and not submissive enough. Mm -hmm. Wow. I feel like that is... I don't think things have changed much. I feel like when you are assertive and you have something to say and you won't stand Mm -hmm. for something and you speak up on that... People are so quick to label you as aggressive. Yeah, of you course. Know, and that. We've seen it with the Big Chill thing recently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a restaurant called Big Chill in King's Cross. And I think, I guess these these white ladies just labelled this woman as aggressive. And she was an influencer that went there to actually review the place. And then, <gasps> yeah, they put out some about. statement yesterday. And the statement, they basically called her aggressive and all these, all these microaggressions. And it's just like, why did you put out this statement? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, they just said that we weren't racist towards her, but then you've proved the racism and all the microaggressions in this statement. And it's like, it's just disappointing that we mm. still go through it every single day. We yeah. still do. And we always will until we start eradicating and dismantling some of these structures and powers and influences that be. And I guess trying to do that is the hardest thing because... Mm. Everyone has an opinion on how it should be done. You know, we talk about capitalism, we talk about structures, we talk about working class, we talk about award ceremonies. And <laughs> we can't get we into talk that about, <laughs> We talk about, you know, how do you influence or infiltrate or be, do you work from the inside out to change things or do you work from the outside in mm-hmm. to change things? And if you're not in particular spaces... Mm-hmm. How do you influence those who can actually change legislation? Mm-hmm. I mean, I it's, it's, a, it's a hard I one because we're all trying to be ethical, right? Yeah, we are. But at the same time, you have to kind of get your foot in the door. Well, this is what I personally believe. You have to mm. get your foot in the door to be able to actually change things from the inside. Yeah, you, you do. You do. Outside. You have to. Cause I, I was going to have one I'm outside. loving hearing this because I'm like, I'm, I'm always thinking about how, especially the next generation, because... Mm-hmm. 
You guys are young. How old are you? Oh, are we allowed to ask? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm 30. I'm about oh. to be 30. Oh, my gosh, you're babies. I love it. <laughs> it's yeah. funny, because in, in my friendship circle, I'm the grandma. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. My gosh, I must be near retirement <laughs> then. But it's always nice to hear, or not nice, it's always good to hear, how do you think change is affected? Mm. How do we how do we do this? Because I see so much on social media, the critiques, the positives, the negatives, the mm-hmm. everyone has something to say. But how I, I want to ask a question, how are What's you changing solution? things? Yeah, what is the solution? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think you're right. People always have lots to say. And do you know what it comes down to? It comes down to privilege. Like there are some people who, you know, they have the privilege to not get involved with certain organizations certain stuff like that and there's some people who are they've it's strategic there's there's you want to work you want to be able to get mm-hmm. inside so you can make those mm-hmm. changes as a person i'm not a privileged person in comparison mm-hmm. to i don't know like you know a white woman do you know what i mean i might need this thing to get me where i need to go so i can make changes inside from sorry inside. Like, i like to say is we need to use their privilege to, for our advantage. It's like even this podcast. In order for this podcast to do what it needs to do, sometimes we need to get their audience. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And that's just how it is. And it's, it doesn't mean that we are turning our backs on mm-hmm. black queer people. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. that we are um, saying their, their, their stories are more important or amplifying it more than it's, it's really been amplified. Mm-hmm. It just means we are taking a little bit of their privilege mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. We, can, we can benefit mm-hmm. from and it too. And also taking up space. Yeah. 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 So this is why your voices need to be heard because... Mm-hmm. You know, there's no right or wrong way mm. to do it. And, you know, people will be angry and will be mm. upset and frustrated about particular organisations and mm. brands and corporates, and rightfully so, because yeah. we need to hold their feet to the flames yeah. and hold them accountable. Mm. But then when you do hold people accountable, do you not have to be in a space mm. where you're able to speak to mm. them? Yeah. If you're not in that space... Where are you speaking to them? Because they're not interested about what you put on social media. No. no. They're not interested if, you know, sometimes if you're shouting outside a protest because mm. they're still sitting as big fat cats on the big bucks yeah. and making bad decisions, which takes them to the wrong side of history. Yeah. So as Doreen, Baroness Doreen Lawrence mm. is working inside out, mm we all benefit from her being being there Mm -hmm. in the house of Lords, Mm -hmm. you know, a woman who's fought tirelessly for justice for Stephen Lawrence and every black person in this country. Mm -hmm. So do we critique her for, I mean, I wouldn't accept, Mm -hmm. but that's just my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. But do we critique her for accepting an accolade or an award or this OBE, MBE, knighthood, for doing the work inside? Mm-hmm. Or do we acknowledge that she's accepted it and that's the journey she wants to take in order to make change? Yeah. I think it's I think, bigger picture. Yeah, like, I think yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes mm-hmm. <coughs> you need yeah. to accept that's how they've chosen mm-hmm. to do it. That's all it, and it is it is down to the pers- per- people's personal journey at the end of the day. Maybe that's what she wants. Maybe that's what's one of her goals, her personal yeah. goals. Like but it's just not one of ours. Mm-hmm. Do you know, exactly. and it's okay for it to be different. Yeah. But um but you but have yeah. to talk about, I think when accepting things, you have to be able to talk about the history and the her story and the Durst, mm. their story behind how you want to change things. Mm, mm, mm. So for me, I could never accept an MBE, OBE or mm. CBE because it will stifle me and pr- 
prevent me from talking about colonization and the colonial rule, mm -hmm. the criminalization that still happens on our black and brown bodies around the Commonwealth. Yeah. I want to be highly critical of yeah. that because that's the work that I do. And in accepting something like that means that, you know, you've bought into whatever the empire is. Yeah. Even yeah. though they say there's no empire anymore, mm. it's still that toxic legacy of, yeah. you know, why we find ourselves protesting and fighting for the rights of LGBT Ghanaians. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I know that I also have to enter into spaces with government mm -hmm. and speak to Boris Johnson's advisors. Yeah. You know, I may not like it, mm -hmm. but I know that the people who are on the ground, I've got a job to do in making sure I can meet legislators. Mm. I can meet those who have power and influence and those who walk through the corridors of power. Mm. So it's a fine balance. And I guess mm. if I wanted to be truly ethical, my gosh, I wouldn't wear level. I would be a vegan. Yeah. I wouldn't, you know, yeah. drink certain water, Nestle, whatever yeah. it may be. No, I bet not say too many names because I don't want, <laughs> I want you to get the sponsorship that you need for the podcast. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a balance. Yeah. And we're not all living this very ethical life that... Mm we would probably want to in our heads. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, who do you bank with? Um, do you know that they're actually, yeah. you know, in with the pink washing mm -hmm. or actually yeah. they, you know, have such a big part in um, colonisation yeah. and everything <laughs> that happened. It's like, what do you, what exactly. do, you do? It's hard to... Yeah, there's actually, actually a flaw everywhere. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter what organisation it is, it's going to be flawed somewhere. Yeah. And... I don't know, we have to just look at the bigger picture, I guess. We do have to see. Yeah. We have to focus on where we're going and do what we do need to do to get there. Mm -hmm. But also try to stay true to ourselves mm -hmm. as much yeah. as we can. Yes. Do you know, as absolutely. much as we can is what the main thing is. Yeah, there's yeah. always gonna be people who's gonna shit. But um, <laughs> <laughs> like it's about staying true to who you are, because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we're all a part of this community. And I think you can just see, you can see what the intention is, you can see how much work mm -hmm. we're doing for this community for, you know. Um, everybody so I just think that is about intention and there's some there's certain people who don't care about that certain people who just come online they're miserable and they just want to talk shit yeah and just and there's there's also, people have a bit of an entitlement as well mm. as, at the end of the day we all have I always think about my mental health when it comes down to these things I need to do what is good for me that's going to make me go to bed at yeah. night do you know what I Absolutely. mean and all these and the requests that people have from you and all the rest of it, sometimes they do keep you up at night because you start wondering, oh, did I do this correctly? This person's going to say this. Mm -hmm. Am I doing enough? And you, you have mm -hmm. to just do what's going to make you sleep at night. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately, yeah. what's going to help you sleep at night, that's going to do good for, you know, the wider community. Yeah. Because as I said, it's about intention. Yeah. Yeah. You said community. I feel like I'm interviewing you too. I love this. <laughs> Go for it. You know, do it. You said community, and I guess there's so many different communities. There's, and I, you know, I never want to set our communities apart, mm -hmm. but how we, yeah, how we bring people together. That's that's what I find difficult. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, I love building movements with people and making sure that we've got like this collective voice. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to have a collective voice when there's so much infighting going on, there's so much jealousy, there's so much 
anger, and some of the anger is rightfully displayed because some of us are dealing with generational trauma, right? Mm -hmm. Some of us are dealing with, we don't have this space to heal. Just like this space right now, mm -hmm. me talking with you, I'm going to get in the car afterwards and go home, and mm -hmm. I'm going to feel like so nourishing mm -hmm. to just have been in this space. Yeah. Some people don't have that. So, yes, they do mm -hmm. take to social media or say what they've got to say. How would you like to see communities, and I say communities in the widest sense, or our black queer communities mm -hmm. come together? Mm. I think, do you know, I think initially we need to accept that there's different types of black queer mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. Come on. Um, I think because mm -hmm. you have, like, the alternative black people, which I don't really, I don't really know where their black spaces are. Mm -hmm. Then you have... You know, like the, the, like the ones that the pussy palace kind of law. Mm -hmm. You have like different. You just have different type of black people that yeah. have different needs, mm -hmm. and I think in the beginning you have to acknowledge that first. Mm -hmm. We have to, and we have to accept that their differences doesn't mean that they're less black than Absolutely. I am or anything Absolutely. like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the. I think that's the main thing because mm -hmm. some people do see another black person's experience mm -hmm. or what their hobbies are and stuff like that, and they'll be like, oh acting like a white girl mm. they're a black person yeah do you know what i mean yeah. they're a black person yeah. and mm -hmm. this is what they're in that's just what they're into that's i think black yeah. is so policed you know like it's mm -hmm. just, isn't it it's so people policed. can revoke your black card mm -hmm. as a, a drop mm -hmm. of a hat mm -hmm. just because mm -hmm. of maybe where you grew up or how you dress or yeah or how you speak or how you speak, yeah how you speak mm -hmm. you know, like, what music you listen to yeah who you hang around mm -hmm. with, who's in your circles. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're not saying something that they want to hear, mm -hmm. that you're not black enough. Mm -hmm. Or how can you stand up and speak on behalf of us or take things to a particular yeah. place if you don't understand blackness in its fullest? But what, but is, what is This is yeah. okay. Yeah, this and that's where that's where initially that's where we have to start, and even that is a huge task in itself because mm. there's so much unlearning to do, mm -hmm. there's so much ignorance to break down, even within our own black queer community. Mm -hmm. And couldn't mm -hmm. blackness be part of that construct of mm -hmm. race? Mm -hmm. Because my mother doesn't call herself black; she's mm -hmm. African, mm -hmm. she's West African, she's Ghanaian. Yeah, and I used to start saying, you know, I'm an African woman. And yes, mm. I'm African and I'm black, but the black is in the context of being in this country. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you can go real deep and say, I'm, you know, I'm not black, I'm African. Yeah. And that's how I want to be identified. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, it's true, because when you, I remember um, one of my cousins said to me, that lives in Ghana, said, why are you guys all talking about black lives matter? Like, what are you talking about? Like, they just didn't get it. They didn't get and they're it. Like, what do you, why do you keep talking about the fact you're black? I just, I don't understand why you keep talking about it. Yeah. And she said, when in Ghana, we don't have to keep saying that we're black. Because they're not, like, separate, she's like, they're not separated. Yeah. And then I said to them, that, it got, that's because of we are made to be black in, mm -hmm. in the UK. Outside of Ghana, that's what we're made to be. Outside of Africa, outside of the Caribbean, that's just that's how they do us like that. And yeah. we've internalised it. Mm. It's the history. I mean, the, the, the activists that I work with, they are not talking about being black. They're talking about the survival of their bodies because of how they're treated mm -hmm. through laws that was placed there through colonial era laws. Mm -hmm. So the blackness does not come into it. It's about their country of origin mm -hmm. and where they were born. Yeah. But they do say race is a social construct. Mm -hmm. They do, yeah, they do. That's why some people are saying they can change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can identify as black now. That's well, why some people are saying that. <clears throat> well, yes. And, and that's an interesting one because I, I've learned from 
our younger people because UK Black Pride is called UK Black Pride and mm -hmm. now there's language like POC, people of colour, mm. whereas back in the day there was a reason why black was in its political form because in the 60s, 70s, you had Asians and Caribbeans and Africans who understood the racism that they felt. And then you also had the Race Relations Act, which also um, focused on Irish people mm. as a minority. Yeah. I mean, that Race Relations Act has changed. So the black in its political sense meant that we all came together with a common struggle. Mm -hmm. And that was the racism and fascism that was seen in this country. Mm -hmm. You know, there's many people that have done great work on what political blackness mm -hmm. looks like and feels like. But today, I think, you know, the, the conversation around who is black is one which is a very sensitive one. Yeah. Because you could have somebody who is white passing mm -hmm. and they see themselves as maybe Latin American, yeah. but under this POC banner or black banner, they might call themselves black. Mm, yeah. And I think when you're talking about self-organized structures, people get frustrated because does that not move the black African or the black Caribbean who's visibly black mm -hmm. out of that space. Mm -hmm. And then that voice is being carried as one that will speak on behalf of Africans mm. and Caribbeans. Yeah. But you see, I get political blackness. Mm -hmm. I get self-organisation. Mm -hmm. I know not everyone agrees with me. Mm -hmm. UK Black Pride will never, ever change its name mm -hmm. because it doesn't make sense to because mm -hmm. of its brand and where it started from. But I also now have um, accepted the fact that we will use terms like people of colour. Okay, that yeah. we will accept terms as women of colour. I get it. And it depends on the space that I'm in. Mm. But I was... I was trying to resist that so much yeah yeah actually when you, when you were talking about it, i just remember that people some people were saying that how uk black pride is becoming too political with in that in the what black actually means mm -hmm. and stuff like that so yeah i remember it's funny yeah, yeah it's funny you say that because um i too wondered when i first started coming to black pride um i was like oh okay there's other people here like yeah you're blonde okay yeah, okay cool yeah and then like um not a, a while ago i watched some archive films and it was about the lgbt center in brixton mm. yeah was it brixton or peckham was it it was it was brixton, brixton. so yeah. yeah yeah and i saw there was there were asian people speaking about it mm. and i was like oh yeah okay so this yeah. was just Everybody who was like, you know, marginalized, they were like mm -hmm. encompassed in one group of, you know, black. Yeah. And that, I guess that people don't really know the history. Mm -hmm. Because, um, you know, you created this and that was, there was a time where this was happening. You guys were all fighting for the same thing, you know. Mm -hmm. And I guess now that times has, ch times has gone on as well, like things have changed as well. Like Absolutely. needs have changed. I saw on the, like the household income for people, like, Black people are at the bottom. So, of course, yep. like, our needs are different and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I guess people still have to understand the history and where you've come from and your experiences yeah. and what's made, you know, UK Black Pride. And yeah. I think that's important. Mm. And I, I don't lump everyone into mm. this um, banner of we're all black. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Mm. Um, especially in today's society. Especially when we're talking about how 
say, COVID disproportionately impacts yeah, yeah, yeah. black people. And who are the black people? Mainly Caribbeans and Africans. Mm. And, of course, Asians. But I have to decipher about, you know, this is the Asian community, East and South Asian. And they have got their own challenges. This is even Caribbean people. They've got their own challenges. Africans got their own challenges. So when looking at or analysing where people sit, mm -hmm. what they have access to, you do have to break it down. Mm -hmm. If you lump it under one and you talk about hate crime affecting all black people, actually hate crime affects us very differently. Mm. Hate crime affects migrants, refugees, asylum seekers differently from wherever you're from because yeah. we might not report it. Mm. English may not be our first language. You know, uh, the, the area that we might live in. So... I'm, I'm just of this opinion that I will never, ever police or tell somebody how to identify. Mm -hmm. If you say that you are black, we could have a conversation because I want to understand more, but I'm not going to tell you mm -hmm. that you're not. Right. Mm -hmm. If you tell me you are a woman, that you are non-binary, that you are a man, mm -hmm. that you are trans, then who am I to police your body yeah. and tell you well, that it. you're mm -hmm. not? Mm -hmm. And of course, we'll have, you know, a lack of understanding of some of those nuances, yeah. but it's about mm -hmm. the art of conversation mm -hmm. and the art of listening. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And even being willing to have those conversations. Indeed. Because wow. a lot of people are just you just committed to misunderstanding you. They just don't yeah, want yeah. you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, like oh, see from my parents. You know? yeah. Yeah, that's something that I've definitely yeah. learned that people are just committed to their ignorance, misunderstanding, because it just makes them feel better. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you or what you have to oh, say. Oh come on, you, you guys not being messy enough. I wanna yeah. know who are you talking about? <laughs> Do you, you know what? You made me come out of my house, no, put on a bra, like, so you better get messy, you know? <laughs> not the bra. We're going to get messy soon the awards. But oh. we, we mean, like, there's people, there's people on Twitter that like, try and come for us sometimes. In our yeah. DMs, sometimes they put, um, they'll put reviews on our, on like Apple podcast, they'll put, they'll put low reviews and say we said something, but we haven't said that mm. <laughs> in, in our episodes. It and it's just these people well. that are just committed mm -hmm. to, maybe they, maybe they just don't like us. I don't know what it is yet, but they're just committed to misunderstanding and why we have even built this platform in the first place and stuff like that. But we have to, we keep going, boy. We don't care. Yeah, but that's a good thing. We're as a badge of honour that mm. actually they're taking time out mm. of their life. The five minutes that they have to write their little dissertation mm -hmm. that they're making time to acknowledge that you even exist yeah yeah, yeah? that's true yeah that is very true yeah. sometimes when people come for me i'm just like oh, thank you yeah 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 <laughs> and i just have to keep it moving mm -hmm. because look people will not always agree with what you do mm -hmm. what you say we may not even agree on absolutely everything mm. and it's okay mm -hmm. for that to happen mm. What we don't want to do is get ourselves stuck in a place where we're allowing it to play havoc in our minds. Mm -hmm. Our minds have already got so much crap to deal with from the racism when we walk out in the street mm -hmm. to the sexism to the misogyny, misogynoir. So let's not focus too much on those individuals, mm. especially if they're not paying your rent, your mortgage, yeah, they're yeah, not feeding yeah, your yeah, children yeah. and they're not, <laughs> not <at> actually <laughs> benefiting you in any way, yeah. shape or form. Mm -hmm. 
if you feel that you do need to respond to it, mm -hmm. then I would say this is where community is and communities are powerful. Mm -hmm. Why don't you say to me, look at this? And I'm happy to respond yeah. because it's not about you using your labor and your energy. It's about how this collective voice mm -hmm. comes together to show up and stand up and show out for you as yeah. well. Yeah. And that's what I don't always see because we're so wrapped up in focusing on the I mm -hmm. that actually somebody else is going through the exact same thing. Mm. So let me respond. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I tell you who did this. So somebody on LinkedIn of all places, <laughs> you know, they um, they said to me, oh, why do you need to talk about being a black um, queer woman all the time? Why can't you just talk about LGBT? And I was like... Was that from a black person or from a no. white person? Okay. Oh, no, for a white person. Okay. On LinkedIn, I said, you know, you'd be the person that say you don't see colour. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, and if me as a black woman wants to highlight that I'm black because I'm so proud of it, mm -hmm. then why do you need to come on my page and mm. tell me that? So I responded and then I stopped and Kaza Rose oh, yeah. jumped in and she annihilated this person. <laughs> then somebody else jumped in and somebody mm. else jumped in. And you know what made me feel good? Mm. Is that I didn't have to use my labour and I could go and focus on something yeah, else. Yeah. And that's what happens when community shows up for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, let us not burn our bridges. Mm -hmm. Even though we may not always agree on things, mm -hmm. We don't have to call each other out. We have to be calling out the system, mm -hmm. the patriarchy, this antiquated bureaucratic system which oppresses us continually. Mm -hmm. That's what we have to call out, not each other. So that when each other is having those moments where our mental health feels attacked, our bodies feel attacked, our minds feel attacked, we show up for each mm -hmm. other. Mm -hmm. That's what I love that. That's a word. I actually, I love that mm -hmm. because it even shows up in your, like, your chosen tribe as well, your friends and, you know, that's that's why they're our tribe, you know. That's we show up for each that's other. That's been the most important mm -hmm. thing and the most beautiful thing about being queer, I think, is because obviously, like, when you come out and sometimes your family just can't accept mm -hmm. you, they can't get with it, you end up not being able to share certain parts of your life with them. Mm -hmm. um, and so you have to get this, you have to get this tribe, you have to choose people yeah. who are going to be around you the that you can actually family. share your, you know, everything about you with, which mm -hmm. is really, really beautiful. On our, our last episode, we had a guest who, you know, she was having a, a an event and her parents said they wouldn't go because her girlfriend would be there. And it was so sad. It almost brought me to tears. Yeah, it was really sad. Um, And it was just like that being rejected from your family, the people that are supposed mm. to love you, is really, really hard. It's a hard thing to reconcile. It's a really, really hard thing to reconcile. So that's why it's so important for us to show each other love. Mm -hmm. And that's why the thing we spread is go where love is. Like, I think we said thing. it in almost every yeah. episode. We say it all the time. Like, we've been saying this Did so Did you notice much. how all our body languages and mm. how we just stopped mm -hmm. to hold that moment yeah. for that individual? Because we all recognise something in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, life is about wanting to find a place to belong. Mm -hmm. Every, It doesn't matter whether you think you're alone. We all want to find a place where we can belong and we want to be accepted, especially by family. Oh, yeah. And when they reject you based on their notions or ideas of what and who you should be, 
and want you to silence or erase a part of yourself is painful. Mm-hmm. It really is. And that you're right. That's why we find our our home, our tribe, mm-hmm. and our chosen family. Mm-hmm. And I guess for me, this is why UK Black Pride exists. Mm-hmm. Because everyone that walks into that space, many different languages, many different shades of black and brown, many different mm-hmm. ages and how intersectional it is, we're also unapologetically mm-hmm. ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, without judgment. We walk in, we laugh, we joke, we cry with each other, we hold each other, and we love on each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it shouldn't just be for a one day. No. Nah. It should be that continual, because we've got, you know, little Bobby in Durham, or, you know, <laughs> Sandra in Bristol, mm-hmm. or people outside of even the London sphere, yeah. who are lonely yeah yeah who are isolated Mm -hmm. and who (coughs) are having to pretend about who they are Mm -hmm. because they're in places that don't feel safe for them to talk about being non-binary to talk about how they may feel they want to not just transition but affirm their Mm -hmm. gender Mm. Just to be able to exist, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Just survive and thrive, right? Mm. Yeah. 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 So does that bring us into the awards? <laughs> <laughs> you really want to get in there, don't you? <laughs> yeah, because I saw you I saw you tweeting today. What awards? <laughs> um about the LGBT awards. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Minty. Minty, oh, oh no, is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We oh, we can speak to that, yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. Screw me. I mean, I mean, is it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it is well. <laughs> this one's got chest infection, you know. Please don't, don't make me die today. <laughs> but, like, the, the LGBT awards, child. I don't What's wrong with them? Because mm. I, I saw someone do like a thread about something about MI5. Or MI. Child, I, I don't know. I, I, what? Mm. Yeah. I just saw that to this morning. It's like, okay. Do you know what it is? I think, as we said before, like, there are certain things that we don't have control over. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's yeah, certain yeah, yeah. things that we don't have control over. We can't knock, knock, knock on the door and make and tell this person, oh, can you can you make this change? Can you stop this yeah, right now? Yeah, yeah. There's just certain things that are just, too, it's just too big. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I understand people and their frustrations, but I feel like their, their expectations is too much. I feel like when you're in the public eye... People expect so much of you, and it's very overwhelming. Yeah, I guess it's for you to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess there's a bit of like pressure there as well, because even like so we've had Rosie and Rose on this podcast before, okay. and I saw that they pulled out, so I wanted to actually ask them. Mm-hmm. So like, why did you guys pull out? But then they just had a baby, so I don't, I don't, I don't know about okay. them. <laughs> what pulled out of speaking on the podcast? The, oh no, the, no, the um of the LGBT. Okay. I think they were nominated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I think they might have. I don't know. We don't know if they won, but they yeah. were nominated. Okay. And they put out a statement like two days ago, so that they've decided to pull out of the awards, but I didn't mm-hmm. say why. So I wanted to message them to ask why, mm-hmm. and then today I saw the someone talking about MI5 yeah. being a sponsor or something like that. So I was thinking, okay, maybe this is why they pulled out. Mm. But like, I think that in general with LGBT awards, there's always, there's always something. Do you know yeah. what I mean? There's always some sort of... I didn't know yeah. that they were actually part of the awards, mm. which was really it's interesting. It's so strange though, MI5. It, uh, I mean... <laughs> no, they didn't, it's because they didn't announce it. So I think that from what I saw... Mm is they, there was a tweet and a few people saw it and went mad and then they deleted it. But this was ages ago. 
it wasn't recently. Mm. And then... I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. now... And that... But I didn't know until, until this morning. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I sat there yesterday and I got there late. Well, not late. Everyone else was just early. Mm. But like, I... It's the Ghanaian it's thing. Like, yeah, right? And I was like, oh my gosh, this is really interesting. If UK Black Pride win, what do we say? Mm. Because we're there and yeah. we're in that space. And I guess when you when UK Black Pride has told the Home Office to pull out of being part of its events because mm -hmm. of how triggering it would be to our communities yeah. and those who have been deported. Mm. We continue to see go-home vans and everything else, mm. which impacts us. Being in a space like that is also really triggering mm. um, because you want to speak out, but you just said something. We are not in control of everything. Um, we're, well, we're definitely not in control of many things where those mm. who hold power and influence get to have these big award shows mm -hmm. and bring celebrities, whatever quote-unquote celebrities mean, into this space. I think, oh, I'm saying this, I think that MI5 and things like that will always be part of the structure and be Always. part of the system because that's what keeps the system going. Mm -hmm. How you dismantle it or how you challenge it can be through a number of ways, protests, petitions, challenging it on social media. And, you know, I'm not questioning who wants to challenge what on social media. I think that it's also about understanding if you are in that space, use it to your advantage mm. and don't stay silent. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, UK Black Pride spoke up and we made sure that we mentioned Ghana, we mentioned Afghanistan, yeah. we mentioned the fact that we don't see ourselves in spaces like this. Mm. We don't see ourselves being able to speak on a platform and we certainly don't see the money that's in this room yeah. coming into our communities. Yeah. However, at the same time, we don't want to accept everybody's money. Mm -hmm. So UK Black Pride's been going for, what, 16, 17 years? Mm -hmm. And... We are ethical in some of our spo in mm. in our sponsorship, and um, we'd never accept from MI five, mm -hmm. but we can't dismantle that by ourselves, yeah, yeah. and it's it's there. It's I guess there. it's organisation by organisation. Yeah, yeah. And we don't run the British LGBT awards. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Nor should we want to. Mm -hmm. We should be seeking to come together to look at. Not awards, but how we acknowledge our communities. Yeah, we want, we want AZ Mag to, to put that on. Yeah. We're counting the AZ yeah. Mag to put that on. So you, you know that there was a, a, a black um, LGBT awards 2006, 2007. Really? Mm -hmm. wow. BG Mag and um, a couple of others, and I was fortunate to be involved, mm. put on um, like an awards ceremony and it was on the boats oh, on the Thames. That's nice. Yeah, it was. 2007. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So, you know, we have the potential to do this. You know, where mm. is our Met Gala? Yeah. You know, and I don't mean uh, a gala that's like filled with all these sponsors that are centering themselves, mm. but where is our actual, let's show off and show out and um, just enjoy it. ourselves. We're going to plan it. We're going to plan it. Yeah. We're going to plan it. We're planning. Yeah, we're gonna plan it. This is it. One thing we're never gonna plan. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna plan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think we should plan it for sure. Mm. I mean, 
I don't know, the thing about um, me and Nana was saying about awards and stuff is... Because we, we were really happy to be nominated for certain things and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and then we lost. <laughs> we, were, we lost. But we were really happy. You, you never lost because you know what? You didn't put mm-hmm. yourself in that position. No, you yeah. already done know that you're winners yeah. in, your, in your community's eyes. And what you do is what you do for the community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so when people... You see, accolades are really... It's a strange one. It's so interesting. You know, I don't... Mm. I, I don't feel that great about receiving a lifetime achievement award because mm. my work's not done mm. yeah yeah that's and true yeah also you know i'm not stephen fry who's like <laughs> two days younger than god who, <laughs> no no and i i love stephen fry and yeah. syrian mckellen but that my work's not done mm. i hear that and also i think and what we was excited <coughs> to get nominated because it was like our first nomination mm-hmm. or what have you yeah but i voted we, yeah thank you appreciate that <laughs> but when we didn't win it was just we had to really really think this is not that important like yeah you know definitely got caught up we got, got caught, caught up, up in, yeah you know oh my god this is an award but yeah. then we had to think this is it's not that important not as important as but what we actually angry doing. afterwards mm. frustrated afterwards because i saw the comments because some people have probably never spoken to you before yeah. and mm. all of a sudden you're in this do you know we felt like that in the process mm. but we said we didn't want to see i guess ungrateful for mm. everyone that was voting for yeah. us so we left it to mm. we didn't even win child so we just wait till afterwards because we but because we were gonna say something before we said you know people are voting for us people want us to win and we don't really want to make them feel like their vote didn't count or we're not appreciative of their mm-hmm. votes. So we just said, okay, let's just wait for it to be done and then we'll say something. So if you'd won, would it have been different? No, we still would have said, we still would have said, Do you know what? yeah. Because it was the process, like, okay, I would, I would have accepted <clears throat> the award. If you give me an award, I'm going to take it. <laughs> but, but it's still like just the way that they handled us and I think they handled mm. other people, nominees differently yeah. than they handled us. And that's yeah, where the frustration came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is where it was. It was just, it, and then Spaces. obviously when we spoke to them afterwards and they said that it's because of, they've got a small team and they don't have the capacity and stuff like that. Mm. We're just like... If you're going to put us there, act like you care, act like, yeah. you know, you mm-hmm. put us here for a reason, not mm-hmm. just because, you know, we're the only black people doing stuff or where there's a token. Mm-hmm. That, that's mm-hmm. what it felt like. Mm-hmm. But past some of these awards do feel tokenistic mm-hmm. and very performative mm-hmm. that okay oh my gosh we've got to get lady villain space or we've got to get you two in a space and mm-hmm. they put you on a table where you can be seen by the camera because then yeah, yeah. you make up quota <laughs> for you know yeah. who's not in that space what i have learned over the years is that these spaces are not always for us and i'm mm. going to keep on always going back to uk black pride uk black pride is a space for us and mm-hmm. if it doesn't feel like it's for us then tell me how we change it mm. tell me what we do differently entering into whether it's diva awards lgbt awards i don't know whatever other awards that doesn't always consistently center black and brown voices mm-hmm. Mm-hmm you're going to be treated differently. Yeah. Entering into workplaces that don't have good policies around, you know, racism and tolerance and acceptance, whatever that is supposed to mean, it will always feel foreign, alien and isolating. Mm. Going into universities that don't actually want to teach you about the histories of Mm. us, but want to surface skim over things that don't speak to your experiences, it will feel odd. So 
we create what mm-hmm. we don't see. Mm-hmm. Go yeah. back to when I said Dr. Inks, you cannot be what you can't yeah. see. That's why we created the podcast because we didn't see. Right, yeah. come on. That was literally is, the reason why, yeah. yeah. This is it. And, you know, and this is the reason why I'm here because I'm like, I want in mm. on some of this. Yeah. I, I just want to be in your mm. company, in your space mm. because this feels like home. Yeah, mm. yeah. And that's what that's what we want. We said we want to be a safe space mm-hmm. and we want people to talk, come and feel free to talk to us. Even outside of the podcast, we still want people to like DM us and stuff like that. And they do. Mm-hmm. Some people do. They, they love problems, their relationship so issues and stuff. Can I be controversial then? Yeah. Do you feel that you're open enough for people to come to you? Because, you know, mm. what people say... Mm-hmm. on social media wherever mm-hmm. makes a difference about how people mm. approach you mm. I think I feel like we. I feel like in the beginning maybe we're more approachable than now I'm not sure that now people Ooh, find us that approachable that? I, I don't you think that you've got more to say do you know I don't think it's even that I think it's more like when they see that oh we have a billboard or, or Spotify mm. has tweeted our podcast mm-hmm. and when they see that other organisations now are I guess helping to push our mm-hmm, brands a little mm-hmm. bit more. I think that's when people feel a bit more alienated, mm. and mm, I'm not really sure why because the, I think the concept hasn't changed for what we do, yeah. and we haven't changed. Yeah. We still have. It doesn't matter who the black queer person is or any any person that comes on the podcast. It doesn't matter who they are, how many followers they got. We 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 take their story as valid. Everyone's mm-hmm. story is valid, mm-hmm. but for some reason, when they see those sort of things, I don't. I guess. They're not as is, is there's even you even see less engagement when we have these things online as well. See, I feel that not you're more approachable because I think that as you say your concept's always been the same, mm-hmm. but you've opened up more now about the things that you're not happy with, mm-hmm. the things that yeah. you want to speak out against, and the things that you want to embrace. So mm-hmm. you've allowed viewers, listeners, mm-hmm. an insight into who you are. Yeah. So that will either mean you're more approachable or people want to know more about you. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. I do think... And I, I do, mean, I do. want to know, yeah. I actually genuinely want to know more about you two, about mm-hmm. what was the what was the genesis and the idea behind this? It wasn't just about creating a space where you could have conversation. Mm-hmm. Something must have twigged in both your minds about the art of language and mm. wanting to talk or something must have happened mm. because this not everyone can do this yeah people say this yeah it's very interesting because i you know yeah I, I wouldn't be here i don't like being in front of the camera and stuff like <laughs> i'm just like more of a behind the scenes kind of person but i don't know when we spoke about it i don't know why i was so down for it because i'm mm. i was surprised that she was down yeah, for it's it. not really, yeah, yeah. this is not a bit <laughs> it's not really but yeah. you seem so comfortable yeah. i know i know but it's just i think it's just because but these are the conversations we have anyway so mm. like if the mic is off the cap there's no cameras these are the type of conversations we have and we're thinking wow like if we're having these conversations mm-hmm. and we, we having these thoughts and feelings there must be people who can mm-hmm. relate who are having the mm-hmm. same thoughts and feelings and yeah. that's the reason why we came out because we just wanted to sort of reach out to everyone because as you said like being queer especially being black or African and Carib- or Caribbean mm-hmm. it's very lonely because mm-hmm. more time your family don't get it they don't want yeah, to get it yeah. so it's like we wanted to be able to just be reachable to people so mm-hmm. we could relate and people can you know people come up to us and they're like you know your platform has made me feel seen yeah and yeah. to me 
if one person says that, that is enough for me. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely enough for me. I, I, that's what I love. Yeah. That's what I love to hear. Yeah. That's beautiful. You know? It's yeah. really, really important. It's that, and we always feel like a bit... I remember I was going out the other day. It was the first queer event I went to since lockdown. And these girls just came up to me in the street. Oh my God, you've saved my life. And I was like, yeah. saving somebody's life. Yeah. I was just like... And I was really like holding back the tears. Because mm. I didn't really... That's not really I've got what I thought. Balls. Yeah. I didn't expect it. I just didn't expect it. What you do. Mm-hmm. That's why I say everything matters about what you say, how you say it, when you say it, mm-hmm. and how you convene voices mm-hmm. and how you convene people. Because mm-hmm. you do that. You do that so well and so beautifully that mm-hmm. if someone's telling you that you've saved their life, that could have been a matter of whether they take those pills or whether they sit and listen to yeah. you and it feels healing and cathartic and. Mm-hmm. Loving and all embracing, it matters what you do. Mm -hmm. It really does. So you know, thank you, thank you to you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. I think it's something that we're definitely only recently realizing because I think over lockdown we didn't see anybody or Mm. speak to anyone really, and. We just used to come and put, put put the mic on. We bought these mics at home, put the mic on and just start just be talking. And it's not till only now that we're really, really noticed. Even today, this morning, my mum said um, that one of her colleagues listens to the podcast, but she didn't know that I was her daughter. Wow. And I, yeah, I, mean, she, I think she showed her um, our billboard. She goes, oh, it, oh, this, oh, Rose is your daughter. She was like, oh. And she was like, how do you know her? She's like, I listen to her podcast. She's like, wow. Wow. Yeah. And I love how you're both telling me about the billboard. All right, I don't have one, but you know, <laughs> that's fine. I can be happy for well, you. We, haven't even, well, we, we have haven't to even show told you. anyone. Like, we haven't oh, we actually, podcast, oh, you haven't have said we? it. We haven't even said oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. So come on. Cut, cut, cut. So. I'm asking you both, mm-hmm. what is this billboard all about? <laughs> you know, have I come here to interview you? <laughs> oh, hey, you know, yeah, I think so. This is good. I want... Yeah. But um, so Idris Elba and his wife mm. got us a billboard. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, they got us a billboard. Yeah. And um, it's on Cambridge next to Cambridge Chief Station on Hackney Road. It's there under the bridge. And it's wow. yeah. So they they've got um they have a brand called Sable Labs where they want to highlight different like different types of couples, and so ours is obviously a friendship. So they like they like the podcast, they like what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So they got us a billboard. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. They even sent us the video. So we got to show you the video afterwards. How have you not been talking about this? <sighs> <laughs> That's okay. A, that's right. a, I feel so like we it, have a bit of imposter syndrome. We definitely and do. And that's natural. Yeah. And it's natural. But, you mm. know, we're not talking about successes enough in our communities. Yeah. We know yeah. what's bad and we know what's wrong and we know what we're trying to fight against and what we're trying to resist and mm-hmm. reject. But this yeah. is to be celebrated. No. What we're going to do is we're going to go there on Monday with like our friends and family We'll take pictures and then yeah. and then we'll do it. We'll post it because mm. <laughs> oh we haven't gosh. even we didn't know that it was there. We've only seen it in the dark. We were also in the dark. Oh, yeah, let's just take it back a minute. <laughs> Idris, mm. yeah, Idris, yeah, Idris and Sabrina. Idris both fine Elba. Yep. Yeah, Idris, fine Elba. Mm-hmm. We got to show you. The, we got to show you the video afterwards. They sent us a video just to say thank you for everything you've done. Mm. Oh my gosh! And everything like that. We haven't posted it on social media, but we'll show it to you afterwards. Yeah. And. 
yeah, like it's just it's been it's been good. So I, my mom has been sending it to everyone in Ghana and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. We're using WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get a yeah. Monday to Sunday godly message. Oh, I've, I've I've blocked all my auntie. <laughs> Do you know what I blo- I blocked my mum before and I said she said why did you block me and I said because I can't I can't with the messages oh, anymore. My mum wouldn't even know if I blocked her or not. <laughs> She'd still find a way of sending it. Yeah, um, but this is. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah. I'm so is. proud of you oh, too. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and you need to be proud of yourself and yeah. talk about it. Yeah. And We're even proud if of anyone yeah. comes for you and like, oh my gosh, you're just showing off. Mm-hmm. You're damn freaking right. <laughs> yeah. I'm showing off. <laughs> we should be. Yeah. Listen, Lady Phil said we should show off, so we're showing off. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we're showing off. Mm. No, oh, it's good. This, it's good. It's this been is good. proud moments. Yeah, it's been it's been good. And we also sold out our live show as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, we I sold know, out our I live show. Twice, yeah, yeah. saw that twice. Is so. this is the one? Is this the Amazon? You've, this is or, um, South Bank or somewhere? Uh, King's Cross. Yeah, King's King's Place. Yeah, King's Place. So come on, you need to be telling your listeners where that's, is that's it? another thing. Even when the tickets oh. were on sale, we didn't even really speak about it on the podcast, and it sold out, <laughs> and it's still sold out. We well, didn't speak about you it. That yeah, your following wants to know and hear and see more of you. Live podcast. Who are you interviewing? So uh, we have a special guest. We'll tell you about the special guest afterwards that's oh, coming okay. on. And But it's mainly going to be... So Remy, our friend, is going to be the host. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I really... I think that they're great. Yeah. So can I make sure I get pronouns right? So I always call them... Oh, there. Remy is she, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I saw her on one of your little um, Instagram live things. Yeah, yeah. Dancing right. I was like... I want to be dancing with you. Yeah, Remy, she just. Yeah. I'm coming vibes. out with you guys once. Yeah, yeah, listen, you, yeah. nice. I was just gonna go come clink 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 clink, but you didn't come. <laughs> clink clink. Yeah. No, when, we, no, when clink, we do clink clink, clink next time, you have to clink, come. Clink, you have to be a special. Clink yeah, clink clink. I'm clink, like clink clink. It's clink clink. I feel like I should be eating Kelly Willie and peanuts. Clink clink. What do you mean? Clink cheese. Like cheese in the glass. Clink clink. Oh, where is this? Well, we're not doing it there anymore. We did it in um, Canary Wharf last time. Okay. And it was like, everyone got dressed up. Because no, we feel like in oh, yes. queer spaces. Oh, yes, I saw you. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You've got to understand, I don't really have friends. And people don't invite me out. Yeah, They oh, always really? say, oh, I know that you're really busy. And, mm. you know, oh, we're mm. doing this. And I'm like, does anyone want to... But no one actually come? asks. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe uh, you think I'm too no, old to be okay, coming nah, out with nah, you. Do you know, nah, you know what? Because um, Simone, Simone was one of our guests before. So she mm. has a a gay son so she came to speak about her experiences mm-hmm. with what how she had to accept it and stuff like that and how old is someone she's like in her 40s she came yeah, she came with right. her friends and mm-hmm. she was like oh I'm the oldest person here but I'm still having a good time right. and stuff like that maybe I'll come with my daughter yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah yeah and your daughter has a song with Nina and Nina yes. Nina was there the last okay. one Nina's been on the podcast before as well yeah. So you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, if I just get fine. tired, I can leave early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing, the thing is, we we have day parties. Is there day parties? Because we're tired right. as well. Yeah. <laughs> so the day yeah. <laughs> There's a day party. See, I, I really do feel like I'm interviewing you guys. And this is it. <laughs> Who interviews you? Nobody interviews us. Yeah. But to find gonna... out more behind yeah. the brains and the beauty mm. behind whose podcast. Do you know, I think when we go on other platforms, mm. then they ask us questions about like why we started the podcast yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, when we go on other podcasts, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they yeah. do. And obviously when Remy, when so that's what we're going to get Remy to host a live show. So it's going to be okay. a bit of a different dynamic this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it'll be good. And she's got mm. vibes. vibes. I mean, vibes. yeah. Everybody loves Remy. Everybody loves Remy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Remy's been on the podcast before as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your favourite 
podcast out there. Um, outside of this one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Do you know, this one, it's going to be Echo Chamber. Echo Echo Chamber Chamber. podcast. They just speak about blackness. They speak about everything, really. Mm. And we were on uh, their podcast as well. We've been on their podcast. And we we were just speaking for time. We weren't supposed to be... We were meant to be for an hour. Yeah. We were speaking for eight. And we could have continued. We could have gone on, yeah. 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 It's a good podcast. Two black women. And they speak about everything, like, from identity, politics. Mm -hmm, And it's just just everything. And they speak, like... they Just like you, like, they kind of just, like get you in but it's also nuanced because it's their personal experiences that makes it that more special um so yeah it's really good i like that podcast and it's british as well i feel like i was gonna say the read but that's american Mm -hmm. because we we tend to always divert Mm -hmm. to everything that's american Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not that there's anything wrong with that but so what's your worst podcast or what's a podcast you'd never there was a podcast that <laughs> tried to get us on their podcast and they're homophobic. Oh, no. yes. Um, knee Deep podcast. We're going to say it. Oh, it's now knee we're getting messy. Yes. yes. Now knee, we're getting messy. And this is a Ghanaian And he's guy. Ghanaian as well. So it's Knee as in Knee. Mm. He, he's, and he recently, he, he so he asked us to go on his podcast, but what, a year ago? Yeah. And he asked lots of black queer people to come on his podcast, but everyone rejected because everyone just knew there's something about him. You know when there's just something about black someone? Mm. And we just, all just knew. And then recently he exposed himself. He was he just was homophobic to someone for no reason. So like, this is why we didn't come on your podcast. Like, this is exactly Sometimes why. Sometimes your we just gut knew. just knows, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We what just to knew. do and what not to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was, I would say, is the worst. Space. Just because he's a bad vibes person. I feel like he exploits people. Instead of making a safe space, he's exploiting who they are right. for listens. I don't necessarily feel like I have I've never I've never really listened to his podcast because of that. Mm. But the little clips that I've seen, it's like almost like ask people to prove who they are to him. Mm-hmm. Like, no. That's, that's not, I'm not um, here for that one. Not only that, he's got a few allegations. On his yeah, he's got a few allegations as well. <laughs> not, yeah, so a few allegations, allegations with the police. <laughs> yeah, with the wow. police. So we won't be going there. But, um, there. What's but, yeah. your favourite podcast yeah. if you listen to podcasts? Because mm. I've stopped listening to podcasts because I'm not commuting anymore. So. It's more of a commuting thing more for me as well, yeah. So obviously, who's podcast? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I would definitely say Busy Being Black. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. Oh, I'm Black Girls Living. I've got to say Black Girls oh, Living. Oh, Girls yes. Living. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I say one thing or two things, you know, someone's going to come at me because I forgot to mention <laughs> them. They're like, but I, you were on my podcast. So there's, there's lots of, yeah. All the, the podcasts the diplomatic, you've been on. Yeah, no, no. Oh, no. No. Oh, God. You've been to some bad ones. Yeah. You've got some horror stories. We are not saying every single one I've been on. I went on a podcast and I'm not going to mention mm-hmm. it, but um, she spent probably 30 minutes talking about self and i said oh what is it that you want to ask me and then she asked me a question and she answered it um (laughs) and he said what do you think and then by time i got round to saying i think the question was just about you know coming out and i get bored by coming out stories and you know tell me what your coming out journey was because mine was difficult Mm. mine was traumatic and I have to prepare myself mentally you want to keep bringing it out yeah Yeah. exactly and coming out is not everyone's journey right you know so um she asked me that and then I answered and I answered probably in about three four minutes 
And she said, well, it has been so wonderful to have you on the show. <laughs> and I just want to give big thanks out to you. And I was like... <laughs> that is a joke. <laughs> and that was it. It was over. And I just thought, that was probably an hour of my life that I will never get back mm. again. Was it over Zoom? Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And mm. I was just like, you didn't want to listen. Mm-hmm. Also, they were not black. Mm. Um, that was going to be my next question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, felt, I felt you. I felt you. <laughs> and I don't really think she wanted me on the show to talk to me. She wanted to talk at me. And she didn't want to hear me. She just wanted to know she had me there. Mm. And put it on her page that, oh my gosh, and Lady Phil has joined us. Mm-hmm. Lady Phil joined and said nothing. Mm. I felt like that little three, four-year-old child when I wasn't talking. Yeah, <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Well, do you feel like that when it comes to like, like getting friends and people coming to us? Because you're a bit, mm. are you a bit cautious? Like, are you just trying to use me because of, I might have some connects or mm. like stuff like that as well. I, I'm I'm um, a guarded person. Mm. Yeah, I, can, I am. I can see that. But it's, you have. I feel like you have to be these days because yeah. a lot of people, people do. I mean, yeah. people I mean, crazy. I try my hardest to see the best in mm. everyone mm-hmm. because I believe the majority of us have really good intentions. But I don't need to build up my in a circle any bigger than what it is because mm-hmm. also that's Christmas presents and then oh. they have children and then they want you to buy their kids stuff yeah. they want you we to be godparents yeah. not that I mean I love my godchildren mm-hmm. but we I'm yeah but I am I am cautious about people's intentions also those that just by close proximity to me feel that they can benefit off mm. of UK Black Pride or what I do or the work I do internationally and I you know maybe I shouldn't think like that but mm. I've seen it yeah. um, and it's and some of it's really ugly I've mm. seen people come into the space that I've opened up to allow them to get to know me a bit better and they have not respected boundaries okay yeah um, they have not respected the room mm. that I've given them, mm-hmm. they have added more injury without even knowing that's what they've done. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I guess it's it's horrible when you think that people are going to be your chosen family or your tribe mm-hmm. and they don't live up to your expectations. Mm. And... You know, some people say expectations, this is it. This is what I, what's dangerous. But you have to have expectations. There has to be a benchmark yeah. of what you're going to accept. Yeah. So now I'm like, I've learned how to spell and say the word no. Mm. I've learned to say, mm, actually, no, I won't be coming on your podcast. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. Or actually, no, I yeah. don't agree with that. Yeah. And that has been the most empowering thing that I've learned to do, mm. especially over the last three years, mm. because I used to say yes to everything to the point where you're nearly at burnout. Mm-hmm. Say yes to everyone yeah. because it wasn't about appeasing people, but it was about wanting to make it. Yeah, it's about wanting to make some people happy mm. um, about where you stood on certain things and podcast interviews writing stuff 
you know, doing things for groups and magazines and corporates, which actually didn't sit well with me, mm. but have it, has it given me a bit of a platform that mm. I needed to enter into other spaces? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Have I sold myself to the, you know, sold my soul to the devil? <laughs> no, yeah. because yeah. I'm really, really clear now that mm -hmm. I know what my purpose is and I know yeah. why I do various things. Yeah. So those that might come for me or say something, I know that before I leave this earth, there are changes that I want to see mm -hmm. because it's that next generation. Yeah, it it's is. that next generation. We cannot be so complacent. And if there's ways that I can boot down doors, be in spaces where, you know, we historically have not occupied, mm -hmm. then I will do that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean I'm selling out. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been called Bounty Coconut, every name wow. you can think of. Mm -hmm. I've been slagged off by our own community mm. and then I've been hurt royally by people outside of our community which I expect because I've got the body armor on for mm. it but I don't I wouldn't expect it from, from own, you yeah. or from our, our, the rest of our community because I take off the body armor and that's when I want to feel safe yeah, yeah. but sometimes we don't always feel yeah. safe even within our <coughs> community so yeah. Yeah, yeah boundaries expectations um Trust is huge for me. Oh, trust, yeah. Yeah. So my circle mm -hmm. is small. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I hear that because it's even taken a while. I remember when I first came out and I was trying to be. I was just trying friending up everyone, mm -hmm. and it just wasn't. When I say that the trust was broken so many times, mm -hmm. I like confiding someone and I'm trying to everyone everyone knows, and I think the last time it happened, I haven't made any more new friends mm -hmm. you know the last time it happened yeah. i haven't made any more new friends and it was mm -hmm. that was about what three four years ago now mm -hmm. and since then the cycle the circle i would say that's the tribe now mm -hmm. i would say that there's trust i would say that i'm comfortable with myself i would say that these people uplift me as well Good. and but it, well that wasn't the case before and sometimes it is your own community that can do you dirty sometimes yeah. it actually mm -hmm. is but as long as there's there is love somewhere just i would say as we always say go where love is do you know go what i mean so so yeah, I'll definitely say it's it's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy. Be around people that want to uplift you and help you shift your crown, as they say, when mm -hmm. it's tilting. Um, don't you don't have to be around yes people because you want you want to be challenged. Yeah. I don't want yeah, people to agree definitely with not me. That. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's good. Yeah. That's good. You know that she's gonna tell you when you got a booger in your eye and mm -hmm. you you don't look good or what you said was out of place. Because that's about that correction and keeping you on your toes. But when it becomes malicious, vexatious and horrible and, you know, it actually starts to wear you down, then you've got to think about what is the purpose of that person being in my purpose journey? Mm. And I've learned that some people come into your life for that reason, season or lifetime. Mm. And it's okay to tell you that, I think that you're my acquaintance mm -hmm. or actually I'd like to get to know you as a friend. Yeah. Relationships, we manage relationships, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Whether it's our intimate partner and there's boundaries set mm -hmm. or whether it's work relationships mm -hmm. and there's boundaries set. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we should be able to do that in our life and our living and everything that we do, mm -hmm. setting boundaries. Yeah. Like I should have told you that my boundary was I got cut off at a particular time, mm -hmm. but I'm enjoying this too much. Mm -hmm. So you know what? I'll shift the next boundary because mm -hmm. this is important mm -hmm. to me. But 
don't settle for less. Yeah. Don't just accept what someone's telling you or accept something because you think that, oh, they've got a status or a profile. I would tell you now, whilst we're on air, mm -hmm. correct me if you think that there's something that I need correcting on. Mm. Don't blast me on social media. <laughs> yeah, send a little DM. Yeah, <laughs> and just say, you know what, Phil? I didn't agree with that. Or actually, yeah. could you change that? Mm. I am so open to learning and wanting to be corrected. I think it's important like yeah. people know that of you as well. Because I feel like people do necessarily feel like they can't approach give you, me. Yeah, they can't approach mm. you and give you suggestions about black pride or just about things in general. So, mm -hmm. and I know, I, me personally, I know that you're approachable. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? But other people, that's something that's important. That's another reason why I wanted to come on here as well. Just so people can know they can come out to message you. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I am not beyond yeah. learning, relearning and unlearning. Mm. The moment I stop doing all those things, it must mean that I'm dead. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I pride myself on really trying to understand where people are coming from. Mm. Unless you're understanding of what you're trying to tell me is so so far backward that takes us back into primitive years that mm. don't make sense for our community i want to learn i want to yeah, grow yeah. and we all evolve in different yeah. ways mm -hmm. so i'm saying to anybody if you've got something to say to me mm -hmm. i am not unapproachable yeah. you know just come to me yeah. teach me tell me that i misgendered or mm. I got a pronoun incorrect. Mm -hmm. I, those are the things I want to know. Otherwise I can't do better and be better. Yeah, do you know, <coughs> I feel like people want you to like help get involved with what they have going on as well. But oh, they even scared of that. I think that's what the main thing is that like yeah. people want you to get involved with yeah, just come even like in the beginning, it's like, oh, we don't know if she's gonna come on the platform. I'm too busy to come on here. But we have to ask. You, you don't know until you ask. Do you know what I mean? You don't know. Even with your short film as well. Yeah. And you know, like yes, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But people are like afraid to ask. Do you know what I mean? So I, I wonder what that is. And maybe, you know, we can find some time unpacking that, mm -hmm. you know, at another point. But why are we afraid to ask? Is mm. it something in our not our DNA, but how we've grown up yeah. how we put people on pedestals yeah. and give them status I think that's status. what it is, it is. You it's know, the pedestal and yeah. you know I really I I personally don't like being put on a on a mm. pedestal mm -hmm. because people can fall yeah you yeah know, my yeah. bum can't even hold on a pedestal <laughs> so it's like just treat me as you would any other person mm -hmm. you know when I cut myself I bleed the same mm -hmm. blood that you bleed out mm -hmm. so just ask me, correct me, teach me, say to me what's going on with you. And don't get me wrong, people approach me a lot. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel bad that I can't get round to, to everyone. But I am really approachable yeah. and I'm a big softy, you know. Yeah. I'll sit there and just watch Grace and Frankie <laughs> and cry or laugh. So, you know, yeah. yeah but this yeah. is it, when people don't know you, you have to create spaces where they do get to know mm -hmm. what you also want to tell them. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And this platform that you have, you're allowing people to get to know you a bit better. Mm -hmm. That's why that young woman came up mm -hmm. to you and said, you know, you saved me. Yeah, yeah. To keep was, on doing was, what you're was, doing and nice moment, opening yeah. up spaces. Yeah. We're going to try to create different, lots of different spaces. Even the live show, we're looking forward to because we actually get to meet people now. Right. Yeah. Because we're here talking in the mic. But like, we don't, when we put it out, thousands of people listen to it after we, we put it out. Mm. And it's, we don't, I don't think we've, even though we see the numbers on the screen, 
we don't personalize that number. It's yeah. but it's actually a lot of people. That, it is a do you lot know of what people. I mean? And it's so we, but we want to actually interact with those people because mm. not people are not, not necessarily they don't necessarily interact with us on the socials or mm. do you know what I mean in that kind of way. So a live show, let's let's meet. This is good. That's gonna be yeah. useful. Mm-hmm. It really is a live show, mm-hmm. people in yeah. person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The engagement yeah. and interaction is going to be different. Yeah, I'm going to be very nervous though. I'm not going to lie. What are you going to wear? What are you going to wear? We don't, haven't got a clue. We've left it to the last minute as usual. Yeah. So, yeah. We're going to have to go shopping at some point this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We haven't got a clue. Do you know, I wanted to wear like a Ghanaian something get something sewn that's what i wanted to do but i don't know if it's last minute now i don't know any tailors i've got something i could wear you can can get something i'm gonna ask my mum for one of her tailors or something and maybe do that instead but when is the actual show because you're saying it's on friday so it's the two days after this comes out okay whatever auntie you're going to to sew you something you better be paying them double. Because well, you know, they'll have a pile of things to do. A pile of mum's, mum's got a friend called Akumya. I'm going to Akumya to do it. <laughs> but you will look wonderful whatever you wear. Yeah. This is more mm. about the depth and the conversation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah definitely, definitely, yeah. for sure, for sure. But you know, it's come to the end. Alice hasn't kicked us out. That's good. I know. Yeah, that's good. It comes to the end. So. Before we end in, let's leave on some like good news. Mm-hmm. So at what point in your queer journey did you say, yes, I've arrived? And how did it make you feel? Oh yeah. my gosh. I don't think that there was one point, mm. but every year at UK Black Pride, when I get on stage to thank my amazing team that helped pull this together, yeah. and I see a sea of black and brown faces and people dancing. Yeah. That's when I know that our people are real and we're just mm. in that space. And I'm like, yes. Mm. Yeah. Clicking my fingers. I'm crying. I'm laughing. I'm... Yeah. You must feel like butterflies it's and goosebumps. I, I feel, I feel so many emotions mm. because that space is occupied by us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I know people are enjoying themselves. I know we people... have to tell you we enjoy, boy. We enjoy. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I wait till the next morning and my ankles are the same size as my knees. And I'm like, I need to sleep. Mm. But I look across and I'm like, this is beautiful. Mm. This is what movements are built on. And yes, we are political because mm. our bodies are political, mm. the way we're treated. Mm. So just seeing, you know our siblings in mm. the in the crowd claiming their space dancing on their spot drinking celebrating you know holding each other that for me is when i always say yes yeah and see again there's no one one fixed answer because i'm going to leave here saying i'm going to be like yes yeah then i'm going to speak to somebody who's in south africa mm. later on and i'm going to say Yes. Yeah, yeah. So there are so many moments. Mm-hmm. The moment I'm filled with connecting to our black siblings who identify as queer, whether the story is painful, or whether it's celebratory, I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. you know what? I know what I need to do. Yeah. Or yes, I'm so proud and honoured to be in that space. Mm, I yeah. guess that's what makes me me. Yeah. I, I love 
people. Yeah. I just don't need so everyone around me. Yeah. yeah. In the same. Yeah. I love people, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> A few boundaries it's here and there. So I want to ask the last question, actually. Yeah. I, and I normally ask this at the beginning because it's a friend of mine. We were talking about busy being black. Mm-hmm. We always ask each other, how is your heart? Because mm-hmm. that for me just tells me a bit more about how you're feeling. So mm-hmm. after our conversation, mm-hmm. how is your heart feeling? I think my heart is full. And um, like there's lots of things going on, like mentally and all these things. I'm going to try and keep this short, but... <laughs> I think because I have so many amazing people around me, mm. because I because people lift me up, like mm. the, you know my my chosen family lift me up so much. Like I never feel completely down. I, my heart is always mm. full. And That's after true. this episode as well, like just meeting you, being in your presence, and just having a conversation. Just you know, it doesn't even. It just feels like we're having a chat. Yeah, basically. Right? yeah, yeah. And it feels and it's made me feel really, really full. You know, mm-hmm. and I. I'm just so grateful and so happy that I've been able to have this conversation with you. It's mm. been amazing. Yeah. Look at me getting all eyelashes. But I have a feeling of feeling a bit renewed mm. because mm. this week has been a terrible week for me this week. And okay. if I've had a lot of anxiety this week and questions about whether where I'm going in my career, really, if I even want to stay in this career and stuff like that. And... Doing this is what I love. Mm. And doing this with you guys here today has just reminds me of what I like to do, mm. what my purpose is. Because mm. I don't think my purpose is in what my career is. Mm-hmm. It's in, I like people, like you said, I like people. Yeah, I like touching people's lives. Mm. And I feel all of us here are doing that. And it's just been a, a reminder. And I'm just filled with love. And I was even dreading going out after here today. I was thinking, oh, after the record, I just want to go home. But I'm ready. I'm ready to take the world yeah. now. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to enjoy the weekends now. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just feeling renewed. Yeah. And I think I do. I feel like I need. I needed this today. I do. Yeah. I do. It lifted me up. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is so. Well, thank you for coming on my Two podcast. Thank you. This has been a special edition. Ladies feel interviewing you two amazing people. No, thank you so much for coming. Like, we really appreciated it. We, you don't have to thank like, me. Oh, yeah. you, don't ha- you really do not have to yeah. thank me. It's part and parcel of what we do. We're here for each yeah. other. Yeah. We show yeah. up for each other. Mm-hmm. And I just hope I'm going to be invited back onto another podcast. I want oh, one of those live yeah. ones. Yeah. Do you know what? Maybe. So oh, this, so this live show, thing. this live show is the mini live show because mm-hmm. it's part of London Podcast Festival. Okay. So, it's, so when we plan our own one, it's mm. going to be like double the time. It's going to be more people. Mm. It's just going to be how exactly how we want it to be because this is not, we're not running this one. Mm-hmm. We get okay. to plan it how we want it to plan. But the venue, they even gave us the smallest room in the beginning because mm. they didn't think that we could sell it out we sold it in eight days the Look smallest room so they had to double double it so for you us don't underestimate no right you, you just you just don't, don't you don't so you know when we when we do it ourselves it's gonna it's gonna be what we want mm-hmm. like fully mm-hmm. like no one's giving us open the door for us it's we are the ones who are doing it ourselves mm-hmm. next time so on, next on. one you'll be there with us <laughs> yes, on stage. you'll be there with us mm-hmm. next time but um Thank you all for listening, guys. It's been a really good episode. Make sure you use the hashtag TT's Podcast in conversation. Make sure you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and also follow us on Spotify. And until next week, peace.